got to go to the Hawkeye press conference today. Mm-hmm. You got to go for both of us because I was otherwise engaged. Flying solo today. Yeah, so um, tell me all about it. Well, actually, this one was interesting because the last few that we've been to have been all over Zoom, so it's just been boxes of everyone's faces. But this is the first one that's been uh, for them in person. So it was uh, the moderator, uh, Jeremy Renner, Haley Steinfeld, Reese Thomas, the director, Kevin Feige, Tony Dalton, and Vera Farmiga. So that was kind of cool to see them all in the same place. And it really paid off with the way that they were able to riff off of each other. I mean, over Zoom, you know, you can joke, but I really got to see the camaraderie that all these people mm. have together and the way that they were joking with each other and almost like when a teacher is trying to control a class and the class Aww. keeps poking each other and having inside jokes. Well, they're like, they worked together for a large chunk of time on this show mm-hmm. that, you know, then it goes into post-production and editing and they haven't seen each other for a while presumably and also it's been covid so yeah absolutely well yeah and it was most obvious between jeremy renner and Haley steinfeld because they clearly have a great working relationship and a friendship that has blossomed from this that i think is really going to translate into the show because Haley playing kate bishop oh she's so good she is this newcomer to the MCU and she idolizes Hawkeye and you could kind of feel that between them. Mm. Like Jeremy was this mentor figure to her and, and the moderator asked about that too. And Jeremy was very gracious in his answers about just, it's about being welcoming and saying, I got your back and there is a lot going on and just narrow in on what your job is. And I hope it doesn't wind up being like a Pygmalion sort of vibe like with the older wiser teacher who's been around in both ways in terms of like the character that he's playing but Mm -hmm. also he's been with the mcu for how many years now sure since avengers right no since thor oh since thor wow oh yeah gosh it's so long ago now yeah (laughs) and the younger newcomer who is both brand new in the storyline, but also to the MCU, it can Mm -hmm. kind of lend itself to being a little bit teacher-student. Sure. And I I think where they have something on their side to steer away from that is the character of Kate Bishop is so competent on her own Mm -hmm. that there can kind of be a buddy comedy dynamic instead of a student-teacher relationship. Mm -hmm. And she's very subtle and very kind of wry as well. Oh, yeah. Haley Steinfeld. Yeah, absolutely. I I think that their energies match so well as... Mm -hmm performers as well i mean that's what's been so amazing about jeremy renner throughout the whole mcu is that he is this very wry very subtle off the cuff character where a lot of his humor in so many other actors hands might not be as good but he's so believable as this salty jaded badass who also just kind of wants a family life Yeah, when I think of Hawkeye, I think of tired dad. (laughs) Yeah. And he's both of those things. Yeah. He's just kind of like, why am I here? I guess I have to save the day again. Mm -hmm. In both his family life and his professional life. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, could just use a vacation on the beach and a cocktail in hand. Mm -hmm. So what did they say about the musical, the musical number in this show? It was interesting because it started off as just a joke. Uh, in early story meetings that 
Reese Thomas said to Kevin Feige when they were thinking about, okay, what brings Clint to New York in the beginning of this? Because he doesn't live in New York. Ball dropping, New Year's Eve. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Christmas time. Because they knew they wanted to make it a, a Christmas vibe and they wanted to set it in New York, but they weren't sure how to get him there. So Reese said, well, what if there's an Avengers musical and Clint has to come in town to see it at like the premiere or something? Mm. And Kevin at a function close to just before when they were having that discussion had met Mark Shaman, who, among writing many other things, has written the Hairspy musical. He, he's he's no stranger to musicals. But also no stranger to the MCU. Absolutely. WandaVision. Yeah, for sure. But that connection was already there. So Kevin went, well, I'll, I'll pitch it to him and see what he comes up with. Hmm. So it, it was neat to hear things like that. I mean, I, I love... When there is something that clearly stands out as a centerpiece in an episode or a movie or a character's backstory or whatever. And then afterwards you find out, oh, and that was just kind of an off-the-cuff thing. Like, well, wouldn't it be funny if? Mm. And then it spirals into this brilliant idea that really works for, you know, whatever they're trying to tell. I like when that happens. I mean, it sounded like in the Loki series, Kate Heron had so many of those things where... yeah. She and Natalie Holt, the composer, I mean, their dynamic sounded amazing. Yeah. They they just had so many cool things that they were sending back and forth to each other, videos, even they never, references. Even though they never met because it was COVID. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, they didn't meet until after it was all done. Crazy. So it's kind of centering on Clint's survivor's guilt and Kate's, what would you say, is her, is her kind of vibe and, and how they intersect aspirations to be a hero and right because she herself she witnessed the 2012 attack on new york city yeah yeah it's actually interesting (laughs) just the way you started that off one of the questions asked was so this is about hawkeye's survivor's guilt and jeremy renner said i actually don't think he has survivor's guilt i think it's more just he carries so much grief with him Because he's been a survivor his whole life. Mm. He's survived so many different events. Yes, what happened with Natasha on Vormir was, of course, so tragic to him. But I I don't think that... I don't think Jeremy Renner thinks that he carries a a burden of guilt along Mm. with that. But it's just interesting because somebody asked that exact question. Mm. And... It was me. I was secretly there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It, It is all about his grief... And trying to move on from this incredibly traumatic experience and what he ostensibly thought would be his retirement. Hmm. And here he is in the first episode trying to make up for so much lost time with his family. Because he spent five years without them when they were snapped away. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. And for them, I mean, they didn't notice anything. And they didn't age. They didn't age at all, yeah. So they come back and they're like, Daddy, you got a few more wrinkles. (laughs) Looking a little more haggard there from your time spent as the Ronin. Well, speaking of the massacre in New York City, it's an interesting kind of parallel to 9-11. Kate, as a young kid, witnessed this horrific event happening Mm -hmm. and she then dedicates her life to studying martial arts and becoming a proficient fighter and athlete to be able to protect her family right Mm -hmm. and 
it, it reminds me just of like all the people who enlisted in the army in like mm. the months and years after 9-11. Mm-hmm. Like that kind of push, like it being so close to home. Yeah, I think for a lot of people after an event like that, they don't just want to be a bystander anymore. They want to be able right. to do something about it. Yeah. And not feel so powerless too. I, th- I think that's a big thing for Kate is that she felt like I'm just a person. Hmm. I can't do anything. But then she witnesses Hawkeye, who is just a person, kicking ass. Hmm. And then throughout his career as an Avenger, continuing to see, the world continuing to see, here is this human hmm. kicking ass. So You can do it too. Yeah, exactly. Right. Were there any other questions at the press conference that really stood out to you? Or things that any of the actors or creative said that, you know, sparked something for you? Well, the the most fun for me was just watching how everybody had to maneuver around not spoiling anything. And because Kevin was there in the room with them, I mean, of course, they've been in Zoom rooms together before, and that's always been an obstacle. But we got to really see that this time, where people would be asked something, and they would kind of give a little side glance at Kevin, (laughs) either asking, I don't know, can I answer this? Or... Only you know that, Kevin. I can't answer this. Can you imagine being a vault like that? Like like having it all stored inside your head? I think, I, like, loose lips sink ships. I sink so many ships because I forget what is classified. Sure. And I already, you know, forget all these movies that have come out. Clearly, I forgot that Clint was in Thor. But uh, if I had Kevin Feige's job, maybe he just has, like, a solid steel trap memory. And just knows what is, like, able to be revealed and not. Because not only does that room full of people involved in Hawkeye have a ton of secrets they can't spoil, Mm -hmm. Kevin Feige has secrets from all of them. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I think the reason that he doesn't spoil anything is because he is as big a fan as any fan out there. Yeah, but, like, come on. He's got to be, like, talking to his family at some point and like I let don't something know. slip i don't know because you think if if i was in his position yes of course it would be tempting but i also know how much of a payoff it would be for hmm. when all of those fans out there get to see this thing or hear about this news or finally see that scene that we've been hiding so well hmm. like talk about power and responsibility hey <laughs> kevin feige's living the life uh there was a great question that the moderator asked Sort of talking about that, uh, the the question was basically, Kevin, you are in charge of so many things. Disney Plus Day just announced a whole bunch of new things. How many more things are in the works? Matt, you must have so much in your head. How do you sleep at all? And Kevin's answer was just, oh, yeah, I, I love sleep. I, I sleep as much as I can. Oh. That was his answer. Wow. I was like, that's perfect. Must be nice. Wow. First rule of media training is answer the question you want to answer. Yeah. Or in your answer, say what you wish they'd asked in the question. <laughs> I can't remember. People put it better. Of course, I can't remember anything. I'm, um, you're like the Tom Holland of our podcast. I think so. And you're the Kevin Feige? Well, but yeah. what am I spoiling? I'm not spoiling anything for anyone. No, but but you but your memory though. So yes, so yes, I feel yes. like right. if if you did know things, you would be spoiling left, right, and center, and I'd have to give you false scripts. Oh, like how I've given you your birthday present the day I bought it because I couldn't hold on to the secret. Yeah, even though it was like weeks before your birthday. Yeah. Sorry about that. I'm terrible. 
It's very cute. I just need you to know right away. <laughs> and I think I also have a terrible poker face, so you would know in an instant if I had a secret. <laughs> and I'd and I would have to like come up with like a terrible lie, which would ruin the next two weeks until your birthday. You're a very good actor, though, so you, you're selling yourself short. <laughs> Thank you. It would mean so much to us if you could leave us a rating and a review on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at MCU and Me Podcast. So tell your friends. Thanks. Thanks.